Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know, he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up, I suggest you to one slide request. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Tawanda's Live Request. We're here in quarantine, per usual. I just wanted to say, what's up, Nick? It's my co-host, what up, Nick? How you doing, man? What's up, man? Great. Um, doing all right? I just wanted to let y'all know that we have a great episode for you guys today. We have the homie from Chicago, Flonius Monk. What up, Flonius? Hi. Where Hello. Yeah, oh, they can't see me. They can't, they can't see, they can't hear you That's yet. They can hear you. Storm me off. But they, they can't, hear me. They can't see okay. you that. But when this when the episode starts, it's gonna be lit. So um thank you guys for checking out the podcast. Again, you can follow us at TLR Pod on Instagram. You can follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and on Google, on Google Podcasts, whatever they whatever they use. We're gonna be more places. And thank you for listening. All right. So yeah, man. Um what were we talking about? Before we did the intro and shit, what were we talking about, bro? We're talking about white people wanting shit from niggas for nothing, right? Free labor. Yeah. That's what this country was founded on. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, that's the thing that's crazy. Yeah, it's like, all right, I don't want to get on my super woke shit on my black magnificent shit, but I do want to say, like, you know how, like, people, it's like, it's hard to let go of what you call it. Like, your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like habits, habits are hard to break because when you do some shit for like, if, like if I'm a, if I wake up every day and I listen to the same song every day for like six months, I'm gonna be used to that. That's gonna be a part of my routine. So it's like how like white people gotta understand like, yo, there are things that have affected niggas for a long time that have like affected the the psyche of the black person in America, but also there are things that have affected you as well. Because because if you you watch any shit, it's always like look at the awful shit that happened to this country with niggas and shit like that. Right. It's always like black people who legitimately are just like, oh, I'm so broken, and it's like it's it's hard to get over this hump, and I feel this weight and this pain, and we don't realize that. But at the same time, it's like every white person's always just like, oh, well, I'm fine today. No, you're not fine. This like you're not no. fine. You're not okay, and. That's well, how I they, they feel good. Yeah, they feel they think they feel they're good. happy. They think they, but I don't. I don't think it's like it's true happiness because you have to no. analyze it. And I think that that's why we gotta like we gotta study all this. We gotta study all this shit. We gotta study everything that that's happened historically and talk about it because then we can get all the sentiments out. Because if you don't talk about that shit, it just festers inside of you. So you got a bunch of people who are just like, they're learning about the atrocities that they might've committed, but they don't understand the feelings that are tied to that shit. So in their head, in their head, they know this is bad. This is all bad shit. But subconsciously they don't get that yet because they've been, they've been in habit of believing the superiority shit. So it's like, that's why I look at a lot of uh, people who recently when they, uh, they like, they'll have like a racist outburst or some shit like that. It's because they're under high stress. They got no, they got no sports. They got no Applebee's or whatever. And they're just getting poked and prodded by like how shitty the world is right now. So all that racist that they had subconsciously there, it just pops up out of nowhere. And they're just like, oh my God, I had no idea that was there. No, that shit was always there, bro. You got to deal with that shit. It was never, it was never, um, I don't know. I think that uh, it's way easier to say, 
even in the past when your team won. You know what I mean? Like, black people, we they're like, oh, you oh, you can't let go of it. Yeah, because this shit is still negatively affecting us. It's not that it's just affecting us, but we're the ones who are feeling it negatively. Like, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, shit, I can't just go and intern somewhere for free because we don't have generational wealth, and we don't have yeah. generational wealth because every time we won something, you motherfuckers stole it. They're like, well, I can't wake up in the morning thinking about what my ancestors did to get this life for me, so I have to acknowledge that I did it on my own. Yay me. And so it's a, it's, a, it's a normal psychological reaction to being fucked up. It's a, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I mean, maybe they fucked up. Maybe they didn't. I wasn't there. All I know is if you work harder, you can be where I am. And I'm like, motherfucker, you didn't work hard. I, yeah. I was there. Right. I know you. You're trash. Right. This, is what I was, this is what I was thinking about, too. It hit me. When I realized, I was because that what you're talking about is like the privilege shit, right? And for everyone listening, we're going to get to music soon, I promise. But for now, I just got to say this thing about privilege. Uh, I realized, like, you know, because I saw, I had to look at myself first before I could judge anybody else. I had to look at myself. And I was like, I come from a pretty privileged background, like, like parental-wise. My parents are both, like, academics. They supported my whole, they supported, like, you know, me through school and shit. Like, when I couldn't, when I couldn't afford to live in an apartment or my credit was bad, I could live with them and get my money up. I, they, they sent me to decent schools and shit like that. And I still will say I worked pretty hard. But I think the privilege thing comes into play where it's just like, I wouldn't say that I am the best or hardworking, most hardworking person. Because I know somebody who's out there who might be working twice as hard as me, who has the same amount as me, who is, who is honestly just as good or better than me, but has to work. And it's not taken away from my effort. It's just it's no. just showing the effort that they that they're having. So I think a lot of white people they get mad. They just like talk about privilege when my life was hard. Like, well, yeah, your life was hard and you did work hard. I'll admit it. I, props to you, you worked hard. But what we're saying is there's a bunch of people out there who work just as hard who are not getting those results, and that's the problem. Right. If you continue to work hard the way you're working hard, you should continue to have the life that you worked for that you're proud of. We just want to make sure that everybody else can have that. And I mean. The song for that, for everyone listening, is Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I mean, no, sure. No, no, he worked no, hard to learn no, that choreography. No, 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 get that. What? He, no, he learned not, the no, choreography. No, no, no. Away from no, him and Hamilton. We're not playing. We're not playing. We're not playing right. Vanilla Ice. We're not playing Vanilla Ice. We're not playing Vanilla Ice. We're going to play. Collaborator, listen. Oh, no. my God. Yo, See, this yo. is the black supremacy Terry Crews was talking about right here. Uh, Soon as nah. you think he's getting charged, yo, now you yo, don't want to play white music. Wow. I'll say this. I'll say this. It's funny, though. Is like, <laughs> I think uh, Contextually, I never understood the impact of Vanilla Ice. I never understood that. Because no. like, in history, you don't understand that shit. But like, I just think about it now. I watch old interviews and shit like that. People talk about hip-hop. It's like Latin quarters. Like You go to Latin quarters, and you probably get robbed. But the hip, that's that's all that's the only place you can go for hip hop. People risk getting robbed right. to go see some shit. Or it's like the tunnel. Like all that shit, all these these gangsters places. Like if you had if you use somebody else's rhymes, you were getting beat the fuck up. And yeah. then it was so hard, it was so street. And then Vanilla Ice came up portraying that. Like I'm street. I came from this, I came from that. And it's just like, oh my God. Private bro. school Rob. Yeah. Bobby Van Winkle. Bro, but what's crazy is <laughs> no gangster named Van Winkle. I mean, this gangster's name Clifford, so it's like, yeah. Ti's real name is Clifford. They're usually old. No, Ti. Ti's Clifford. Clifford, Clifford. Yeah, no, he's Clifford. Yeah, he's a Clifford ass nigga. Clifford Harris. Yeah. He acts like a Clifford. Yeah. Exactly. He acts like a nigga named Cliff. 
Clifford. You can tell by the, the words he uses, his name's Clifford. Expeditiously, that's a Clifford, that's Clifford word. That's, that's, that's a Clifford ass word, bro. <laughs> a Clifford ass word. But speaking of before we, before we get off topic again, yo, Flonis, what's the song you're gonna choose today? Because everyone listening, if you don't know, this is a musical podcast where we talk about people's favorite songs and what they mean to them. So, Flonis, tell us what's your favorite song. My favorite song is Donny Hathaway's "Song for You." It's an oldie but goodie. All right. It is uh. Uh, it's one of those songs that I think, just like sonically, is perfect. There's nothing wrong with the song. The lyrics are great for an R&B song, a soul song. His voice is amazing. But the song has, like, movement. The keys do a thing where you, the, speed, the tempo changes and the bridge is there. The bridge is so powerful. He's got this amazing voice. And then the lyrics are maybe is, for anybody who's ever been in love, it's one of those, like, I get it. I know what this song is, right? And, you know, male or female, if you've heard this song and you've been in love, you're like, yep, I get it. I don't care about any of this other amazing shit in my life. All I care about is you. Mm. And so, yeah, that's my, that's my favorite song. Also, double down on it being my favorite now. My son likes to sing it, and he likes to hear it. Um, so it gets sung a lot more in my house than it used to. Oh, wow. How old's your son? He'll be four and on the twelfth in He's eleven days. He's out here singing Donny yeah. Hathaway. Donny Hathaway, uh, uh, Gregory Porter. Those are the, those are his American favorites. He's also uh, allegedly half Ethiopian, but he likes uh, those Cote d'Ivoire dudes. Man, he really likes Afrobeat. All right, and Afrobeat right now is a super is super popping and shit. So oh, he's, he's on fire. He's on fire. Yo, so I did a little bit of a little bit a little bit of googling, right? This song mm-hmm. is in the Grammy Hall of Fame, right? That's one thing. This song sense. was also written by, written and produced by, or no, not not written and produced. It was, you know, it was written and produced by Leon Russell. Yeah, a white dude named a Leon white dude Russell, from by Oklahoma, way. a white dude named Leon from Oklahoma. Yes, yes, made this song. absolute. That is the original version of this song. You talk a about white you. guy. You talk about young niggas named Clifford, <laughs> but white dudes from Oklahoma named Leon. What are the what are the white odds? dudes named Leon? Yeah, yeah. No, if you told me Leon Russell is outside waiting for me, I'm about to fight a dude with a you know drinking a forty ounce out of a bag, lighting shop sideburns and a big afro. Like there's no Leon. Leon Russell. That's white. That's not a real thing. Nick, first of all, you tell but, me Leon. You tell me Leon Russell. I'm expecting two different people. I'm expecting to see Leon the actor and. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Fucking Leon, you're here. <laughs> Leon here and Russell. Can I, t- can I tell? Yo, I'm saying, can, yo, Ross, you can leave because you do rapey shit. But Leon, let me talk to you real quick, bro. <laughs> Leon, what was Leon, it? Yeah, what was it like being on the set of Little Richard? Did you get? Did you get lost in the character of Little Richard? Did you? Did you get lost in that shit? What was your favorite role? Oh my God, Tom Shepard! Like, get the fuck out of here. How do you get to go by one name? What do you have to do? Do you have to file paperwork? How does you that? Get, you ever get mad at? You ever get mad at Denzel for taking for taking the one black name actor? Like <laughs> Leon was good. Leon was supposed to be Leon. Was, Leon's good. Shout out to Leon, bro. We need to respect Leon Shout more. Leon. Leon was great. A like, lot more. Yo, there were some great black actors when we were like that like, in the nine eighties and nineties who kind of just almost disappeared because it's like they got overshadowed, but they deserve more credit. Leon's one of them. 
the nigga from um, OG Bobby Johnson. I can't remember his name right now, but that dude was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's nice. Yeah, he's great. And then um, who else? I think it's like it's, there's a bunch. There's a bunch more actors that like just who did some shit, but then it's like they kind of just disappeared. Yeah, I don't think there were a lot of roles for. Um, there weren't a lot of roles for for black leads in particular, right? Leon yeah. was. All the black women knew who Leon was. Still do. Like young yep. black women look at Leon, they like, oh, I know who that is. That's Cinderella's baby daddy. Like that's he he been that guy for that long. But yep. also, how many once more is chest, Chestnut came? It's like we can't have two dark skin niggas. Like that's we got our dark skin quota. Yeah, but then more chestnut. And that's what he, happened. He had, he had his moment, then it came and went. But Leon is still out here doing his thing. Leon also like he sings and shit. He's still working. Like, He's still working, but it's like, come on now, bro. Leon can get some work today. He should be. He should be on a show or something. Yeah, Glenn Plummer. That's the dude. Glenn that's Plummer is the is OG Bobby, Bobby, Johnson. Bobby Johnson. Yo, Glenn yeah. Plummer. Have you, have you seen uh, South Central? No, no, that's not South. That's not South Central, right? It's, what is it? Yeah, that's, that's South Central. That's, all right. Have you seen it? Nick? OG Bobby Johnson. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, I'll that's, tell you. Uh, South Central. Yeah. Deuce, Deuce, yeah. But anyway, uh, I'll say this, Nick. This is who he is. Remember the episode of uh, Fresh Prince where Carlton can, can get into that frat? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh he's, okay. he's the frat nigga. Yeah. And he's yep. an, he's an, he's an amazing he's an amazing actor. He's, he's like the he's, he's like good. the uh, the discount TC Carson. No, you're not. That's no. a very good reference. That's excellent. Another another really good actor though from from that era, who after living single we didn't really see much from him, and I feel like we should have. Yeah. And Kyle Barker can actually <laughs> sing. He's he's actually put some albums out. He's another oh, one of those guys who yeah. T.C. Carson put some music out. T.C. Carson, that guy, um, the game God of War, God of War one, mm-hmm. yes. two, and three. He's, yes. the, he's the voice of he's the voice of Kratos. Guys, didn't know. Yeah, it's it's over. Overton is the voice of Kratos. That's crazy to think about. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> it seems like a lot of actors from from like black sitcoms that are going into voiceover. Yeah. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Also, right. who else? Chris um, Summer does a Creed lot of. Summer, Don Lewis. Lewis. Yo, what's her name? Don Deborah, Lewis does a lot Deborah of Wilson. Deborah Wilson Deborah is. Wilson. She's in a bunch. She's in a bunch of video games. But they, but when they when they put her in a video game, they actually take her whole like they put her like literally her like her face, her mannerisms into the game. Good. I love her. her face. I love yeah. her eyes. Yeah. She had a sex scene once, and I was like, oh, that's I didn't expect that. I don't. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Because I'm gonna laugh. I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I was like, oh shit. Right. I'm gonna laugh. Like, oh. are you fucking a lady from Mad TV? That's yeah, not... you fucking yeah. Okay. Oh, speaking of voiceover actors, Bill Lamar is like one of the he's like one of the greatest of all. He's like one of the best of all time. He's been in everything. That was Samurai. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just on. Um, he was actually. I just saw him on um, Supergirl because I'm that I'm that old guy who watches all of the CW superhero yeah. shows. He played Martian Manhunter's brother on this, season, this most recent season of uh, Supergirl. He was, was actually it? working, acting. But yes, he voices Futurama, Justice League, Unlimited Justice League, Static Shock, Samurai Jack, Foster's Home for Magic. Like, he's done voices for all of those shows. Was he the voice of, because uh, remember they had Osmosis Jones, the TV show? He was, yeah. Oh, he shit. did the Chris Rock. Yo, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. His was, his yeah. was, his was better. Also, I was also Jones. I re, I rewatched that movie. 
it almost all the way holds up. Where, where does I it fall apart? Because it's like, well, first of all, I watched it. Like, I can't put it. I, like, I'm going to I'm gonna have to share the screen in a second. But they gave him this, the creepiest smile I have ever fucking seen. Like, the, the, the smile that Osmosis Jones has is a horrifying. It's a very Tom's Up-ish smile. It's like, it's just like, it's like, that, this, this, this was the good guy. Like, this is the good guy? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Let me show, let me show you. <laughs> I'm a, yo, when you when you see it, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck? It's just evil." Hold up, I got to his Facebook page. That's not what I wanted. So who's uh, Facebook page? Osmosis Jones. Facebook Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones has a Facebook page. Yeah, he does. All I right. feel like there was a while okay. where where any cartoon that had a black lead voice that was too famous for them to do like the series version it was phil lamar like he did men in black too oh yeah i remember that all right here's here's the face from osmosis jones look at that nah bro why would you you put that why would you put that and chris rock's voice together look at the look at the bags under the eyes yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a the fact deep... that the fact that instead of hiring Chris Rock though, that they like nah, son, we're gonna also... get. <laughs> I want the voice to be the same, but also I don't want to pay this nigga Chris Rock. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, no, no, no. Also, I can't imagine Chris Rock signing on to do that. Like, yeah, exactly. Wanna... No, you want you want to you want to be a voice actor on a on a WB kid show? No, right. Yeah. Well, also the TV show. I mean, the movie like was. Tr- it didn't do numbers. It didn't do numbers like, the because. Button- it didn't do numbers because it was like, they. I think the movie that was pitched was like PG thirteen rated R. Uh, but at the time, yeah. it's like two thousand two. They're like, we can't make cartoons that aren't for kids, and it's like. Right. But it's like no. The the subject matter is fucking insane. It is a white blood right. cell cop trying to take out a deadly virus. But if you here's the plot. It's a white blood cell cop that everybody doesn't trust because he caused he caused Frank to throw up violently one time. So everyone's like, all right, you're you're, you're too extreme. But at the same time, there's a virus in the guy that is dangerous that no one's ever seen before. But the mayor of the whole the whole body is like we can't talk about the virus because I don't want to I don't want to lose this election. So instead of actually taking precautions, he gets a cold pill to solve the problem. The cold pill can't do anything by itself. So the cop uses excessive force and almost destroys the body in the in the process. I'm watching that tonight. Yeah, watch it. If you watch it tonight under that little, lens, of like little propaganda. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's propaganda, but it's funny because it's just like yeah, because at the end of the day, it's not propaganda because it works because like, yeah, the white blood cells, your immune system is the are the cops of your body, because yeah. a they take care of any threat that comes to you, and b when you die, it's usually there, it's usually its fault. Well, that's uh, that's aggressive. That's yeah. a lot to process now. But, yeah, but they, so I'm yeah, walking yeah, around yeah. with cops in my body. Yeah, white, yeah, yeah, and what color are all these? What, what color are these cop blood cells? What color are these white? What are these cop blood cells? White, my brother. 
Y'all mm. can't see it, but I'm throwing up the the WP, the white power sign. Yeah, so exactly. For the homies. That's that's what it is. White blood cells. <laughs> white supremacist <laughs> blood cells. White supremacy blood cells. What is happening? Try to take try to take down good trying to take down good viruses. They don't want to do shit. He doesn't want to do shit. I just want to spread. All right. Viruses ain't even bothering nobody. I ain't bothering nobody, bro. I'm just a little bit of cancer. Don't worry about me, nigga. I just want to spread. I just, just, just want to spread in your thyroid for a little bit, dog. I don't even want to. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna I go with the. Uh, I just want to chill. I was gonna go with the uh, radiation was the cops, but I yeah, like the white blood cells a little better, bro. Exactly, because I'm like, no, the radio, no, the radio, the radio, the radiation is that's the, that's like the SWAT team, and that's the ATF. That's what I was gonna say. That's the uh, that's, 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 that's the ATF going on in Portland. Exactly. That's that Bill Barr shit. That's that Bill Barr shit, bro. That's, that's it, bro. And I'm telling you, that right. Son, if y'all don't get this cancer under control, I'm sending radiation in. But it's going to make it worse. Well, then you should have took care of it. You should have you 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 taken care of this shit. Like, God damn. You should have you respected it. You should have respected, respected the white blood cells. You should have respected the white blood cells. Now look at you. Fucking. Now look at you. Wow. Trying to, hum- trying to humanize cancer. Fuck you. Wow. Right. That is a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. I got this. The talks to my therapist about this sometimes because cancer is a very RIP terror. But anyway, um, anyway, what were we gonna say? Oh yeah, so Donnie Hathaway, right? Donnie Hathaway. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. when did you first hear that song? Oh man, I'm sure I heard it at some point as a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, his version of it is a zillion years old. Um, hell, he died in 1979, so I couldn't, yep. you know, he couldn't have recorded it after that. Um, you know, he's no, he's no Tupac, but nope. Um, I'm sure I heard it sometime in my childhood, but I don't really remember it, remember it until sometime in the last 10 years, 2011 ish. Like I was reconnected with it and got a chance to sit down and listen to the words of it. Mm-hmm. And then it really started to connect, um, my wife was pregnant, and I, that, that was like the first time I listened to it, listened to it. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, shit, this is what he's saying? Like, you know, uh, what we do, you know, I'm, I'm like a, a E-level famous, right? Like, I've been on enough shit that somebody recognizes me, um, but not enough shit that I can't comfortably ride public transportation. Nobody's going to be like, ah, I saw that nigga Monk on yeah. the train. He poor. He's, all, yeah, he's, he's like, bad. yeah, we... Yeah, no, they'd be like, yeah, that's about right. That's the amount of good he should be doing. He's on the train, he but he doesn't be, look he homeless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's right. He, this, yeah, he, this, he's, this he's, 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 clean, he's clean on the train, famous. <laughs> that's absolutely. He, he, he looks sober and clean on the train. <laughs> exactly. Not, like, yeah. Yeah. He's saving uh, money. He's fiscal. Right, he's fiscally responsible. He's not going to be yeah. one of those rappers, you know, exactly. who's blowing his fucking advance. No, sir, not him. He's a family man. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> I was, uh, I remember listening to it when my wife was pregnant Yeah. and, and kind of like being able to grasp the idea of what most entertainers are looking for from an audience I had with her. And it was just weird. I remember when, when I first got with my wife, I, I tell people a lot, I stopped doing comedy for like six to eight months. Oh, and it wow. wasn't like an intentional thing at first. At first it was just, I'm really enjoying being with her and y'all paying me $20 to do a bar show. I'm going to just kick it with my lady. Fuck it. You know what I mean? And then I realized I was too happy to do comedy the way I was used to doing comedy. I only do comedy angry. Mm. And so I, I kind of just sat back and um, I always say, if you can quit, you should quit. Comedy, stand-up is dumb. There's no reason for us to do it. It's a bad idea. So if you're yeah. capable of walking away from it, you should. The rest of us who can't stay away from it without feeling like we're going crazy, 
this is for us. So after about six months, I was like, okay, I'm something's off. And uh, I went to an open mic. She was, you know, she came when we do an open mic. She was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why don't you do this all the time? You're not bad at it. I was like, oh, that's, a, that's the kind of compliment I needed to get back on stage. You're not yeah. bad at this. And <laughs> shout out to you for bringing somebody you love to an open mic. That's yeah, brave. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Brave. That's sober. I'm a Leo. I'm pretty, like, my brain doesn't calculate for the possibility that I could bomb. I've bombed before. Oh, oh stop, right? stop, like, stop. I know, yeah. I know I've bombed. I know I'm yeah. capable of bombing, but my brain only sees the scenario where she comes to a show, I destroy, and she's like, hey, I've never wanted to throw my panties at a comedy nigga. But tonight, yeah. I want to throw my panties at a comedy nigga. That's, but here's the, here's what that's I mean, how my Joe, brain works. No, you're, you're, your brain also is hella, it, as a Leo, I think, it's also hella arrogant in the sense of, like, it's not about you bombing. It's, just, it's, not, the, it's not the chance. It's the other people there saying crazy shit. And you're like, don't yeah. worry. I, I, I know we'll be fine because my jokes are so good that she will forget that she heard three rape jokes and one white dude <laughs> All say of that shit. Word. Yeah, I I think um I think by that point, no, we weren't that woke yet. Like I know I wasn't doing any reckless shit. Like you said, like like you said, it was like uh, no, I'm not gonna say that. But yeah, at the time, I don't I don't think I could control what was happening, and we went to a black mic. Oh, first. That's, oh, that's different. So it was it was familiar, but it was still there was a few Corey Holcomb esque. You know what I mean? That's what's wrong with bitches. You know, and you're like, oh, okay. Um, no, no, he doesn't mean you. He mean other bitches. I don't know how to fix this dude's ah oh, shit. So it was like a lot of that early on. Um, but yeah, she. I don't think she even paid attention. Like I think That's she good. was aware that people were laughing. But you know, we talked about it since then. She was like, before I met you, I don't think I've ever gone like intensely to a comedy show that wasn't like some big name that I already knew from TV. And I think that's how most people digest comedy. That is how most so people digest like, comedy. Right. Like she's married to a person. She has no idea whether I'm good at comedy or bad at comedy outside of how other people react to me. Yeah, word. That's that's good in a sense. But then there's those times where it's just like, for me personally, for me, I look at the opposite where I'm like, all right, I'm bringing a girl to a show where I know it's going to be bad. Like I bring a girl that I really, really like to a show I know it's going to be shit. Because I want to see yep. how she reacts to me, like doing my thing. But like, maybe I'm maybe I'm having an off night. Maybe the crowd isn't with it. Whatever, whatever. Right. Because then I get to see like afterwards. They're just like I've had girls be like, no, like you're really funny because you said this, you said that, but they weren't giving you that. I appreciate that. That tells right. me oh, for me. I've had girls get up and walk out. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, both, both are fair responses. They're both exactly. Like I, they're, they're both like fair responses. To, but let's be oh, right. Yeah, but you, you, but the the one that's for you is the one that has the response that you can deal with. But yeah, I mean, if, if some chick was like, "Come see my band," and I went to see her band, I was like, "Yo, you niggas suck," and you invited me unironically. Yo, you're this isn't gonna work. You're a dick. You're yeah, you can't. Yeah, that that reminds me. Like, I've, I've had this. I've had this thought. Where I've dated some girls, I've talked to some girls. They're just like, "Oh, I'm gonna start an OnlyFans soon," and I'm just like, I, "I'm afraid of supporting it." Cause like, what if it's like bad? That's the that's the thing about sex work is, um, 
you can't like somebody else's porn more than your ladies if your lady does sex work, right? Like you're like, oh, I think you no, did I think, good. No, I think you can. I think you can. But think you know you who can. I really like? I, you know, I really, that Jada Fire. She looks. Oh, nah. She looks like she's enjoying it. Nah, you know I mean? nah. I feel I actually. Hey, okay. You look so much better than Sarah J. If you could just use her level of enthusiasm. All right. Okay. You know, so. Before 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 I got mad. Before I almost I almost said something, but like you know what, niggas. The internet does not understand what it was like in 2005 when all you had was a <laughs> LimeWire and like a 128 kilobyte connection. <laughs> and Sarah J clips just downloaded faster, bro. They downloaded <laughs> faster. And the white privilege of porn. Because it was like, because it was all, because it was all P2P. It was all P2P, and it was like, you want, yeah, you want, you, you want to download, like, the Carmen Hayes or whatever, or, like, the Jada Fire or the Cherokee or the Kitten or whatever, but sometimes it was like, oh, you're going to... Way too many names. Yeah, it, no, that, that was four names. I'm, I was 13. I, I was 13. know all of those people. Exactly. That, I, I said it before, I'll say it again. You're not a real... I, I'm not, I, I will not judge your blackness based on how you wear your hair, what shoes you wear, whatever the fuck you do, but if you do not remember booty talk on your booty and you're a black hetero man or or if you're if you're if you are if you were into women like that in a women period if you watch porn period and you don't know what booty talk is i can't trust yeah. you bro i can't if trust I, you if i said trust my nigga. if i said cherokee and you don't finish with d ass yeah d you're not gonna make it you, yeah, you yeah. know what i'm talking you know who but, i'm talking about you don't yeah. fucking play in my face she surely exactly. look like cherokee she Damn. do you know what no. i mean exactly. that's that's the thing with Sarah J though, like there's all P2P. So it's like, you could go get a clip. You got a clip, you're getting a clip of like, you know, Jada Fire or whatever. Jada Fire and Jasmine Cashmere, you want that. But that's gonna take you an hour and a half to download. The Sarah J one downloads in 10 minutes. It's at, it's 4.30, your parents come home at six o'clock. What are you gonna do, bro? <laughs> what are you gonna do? You go in and Sarah J, yes. See, did, did, she, look, did she look at Triple H? Yes, but she was enthusiastic, bro. Does she look like Triple H? Yes. yes. But the enthusiasm. Is she also built like Triple H. Yes. No. But is the enthusiasm? No, 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 not in like not not in not in 05, not in 05. Not no, no five. She was in 05, She was uh, and and those that was before, that was before they were doing, you know, a lot of body work. This was just like they look like they look. Um, yeah. And she did not look. She did not look bad from the from the clavicle down. Um, also, she she showed what she showed what I now know is called um, it's I can't remember it's something consent it's not exponential it's not exponential oh enthusiastic enthusiastic exact enthusiastic yeah, she showed enthusiastic consent which is like yes which she again wanted she wanted it and it was but it because but not in like the sense of like they're all just like not not, oh not in the pervert not in the ah she wanted it like no 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 she said I want it I heard her say please give it to me I want it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I can't and I can't stress enough. Enthusiastic consent is the shit. I, you gotta believe in it. Like so, like lately, like what I've been doing for the past like year or so is if I'm never if I'm never sure because it used to be like, oh, if you're on a date, look for these signs and then you can kiss yeah. or whatever. Now I straight up I'm like, hey, can I kiss you? Is, yeah, would you like? Yeah, and it's like and, it's, and the crazy part is it's way less awkward. It's way less and awkward. It takes it off the. It takes all of the thought. And all of the weird shit off the plate. Because if she says yeah. no, you're like, oh, okay, hey, wanted to ask, didn't want it to be weird, so yeah, cool, exactly. let's keep going with the whatever. Versus, 
She leaned in a little bit. No, no, no. She was tying a shoe. Okay, all right. Yeah, exactly. You don't, you, don't, to, no. yeah, you don't want you, you don't want that. She brushed a nipple on my arm. She wants it like that. No, no, you can't. You gotta have clumsy. She's clumsy. Enthusiastic and Why are we talking about Sarah J? I forget why. Oh, uh, I don't know either. We're talking about OnlyFans. Oh, OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yo, because I'm, I'm afraid of seeing like, because like, the thing about uh, OnlyFans, sex work, all that shit, I support sex workers, bro. Like, where do what you Absolutely. do, live live your life. Like, you know, I've 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 admit shit. I've dated sex workers before. Like, just date, dated like you know, like person person casual shit. And it's like. It's cool. It's yeah. fine. They're people. And it's like, you get to talk to somebody that's interesting yeah. and it's a beautiful thing, but it's just like, you don't want to, like, and like, with, with, the, with the quarantine and shit, more women, more people in general, just they're thinking about, should I dabble in sex work yeah. because I can make money off that shit? And it's like, to that, I say, if you want to do it, just make sure you're good at it because if you're not good at it, then it's like, you're just exposed. Like, it's like watching bad stand-up. It's, I would, yeah, I can see that. It's like watching somebody bomb. It's like watching somebody bomb, and it's like, hey, you're like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna support this person, and you like, you watch, and you're just like, oh no, this is. Yeah, I get it. The, and, can I give you know light, what? It's please? so much like, it's so much like stand up, and that there's a niche for everybody. Like, it might not be your kind of stand up, but you can, t- you can still watch something and go, all right, that's good. It's not for me, but that's good, right? Like, yeah. you like people busting off on feet. That's okay. That's not my thing. <laughs> But that shit fine, is so, yeah, right? but that, yeah, but, that's but like, you can still watch it and go, no, that's not. You're not good at this. At you're, not, you're, you're not. You're not. You're not. Your heart's not in it. I feel like you're not truly expressing yourself. But I will say yeah. the same thing that people told me when I started standing up. Yo, just keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing your thing. <laughs> they didn't tell me that. They were. They were like, you should quit. No, or it's just like, or it's, or. <laughs> Can they? Can we get like an? Can we get an old black lady to go on OnlyFans and just text these girls? You know what? I thought you were good. Baby, baby, yeah. you know yeah, what exactly. I think? Yeah. Because no, because I think the purple outfit was a good choice. I, I just, I'm gonna say this. Now, I want you to know because Grammy love you. Hey, the purple outfit them was a good merch. choice. You're but you're giving them too much off top. You got to treat it like a burlap. Tease it a little bit. Yeah, like like a merch. Look, watch me. Watch Grammy. Oh, right there, that's all. They get a little shoulder, yeah, and then pull it back. They put, give it to them, then pull it back. Yeah, you also you're charging, you're charging nineteen ninety nine. You should, you should lower that down to maybe like. You are not a nineteen ninety nine site. I love it. I love it. You're not nineteen ninety nine. You're not nineteen ninety nine. You are. You gotta have some specials. Nineteen dollar bundle, maybe. You should, uh, I've been on. Maybe. I've been on OnlyFans way too much. I know too. <laughs> I know <laughs> so much. I know so. I know the videos, the pictures, and a private message. That's oh nice. my god! You know, I know. I know. I know. I know some. I know some. Like the other day, <laughs> the other day I was on. The, I was on the phone. I was like, I was doing like a business call or whatever, and I had to go. I was going to my iPad to take notes and shit, and I opened my iPad. It was OnlyFans. I was like, oh my god! What, I'm just living an evil life, bro. You are. You are. Wow. Hey, I, I, I can't. I can't support anybody's OnlyFans. I'm not allowed to. Because um, I have a bunch of friends who have OnlyFans now, and I'm like, I can't support. I can't not support my friends. You, I mean, like, but yo, it's like you can support. You can give you can give your friend five dollars one time. I got, listen, I know like five comedians that have OnlyFans. Yo, hit him um, on Venmo. Hit, hit him on Venmo. Hit him on Venmo. Hit him on Venmo. Because I, I go through the same thing. Yeah, right? the same problem. I probably I'm just, just like, give because I don't want to see him naked. I think that's that's yeah, the thing. that's what I it is. I don't want. I don't. Want, I don't want to sexualize you. I want to support right. you, but I don't want to be like, cause you I, want to see, I don't want you to be like, 
Yeah, I see him. Like I see her a whole asshole. Like, no, it's like I want you to. You're doing that for you. You're enjoying that. I do not want to see you in a sexual light, but I want to see you get money. Especially so if you're talking money. to me, and I, I tend to look people in their mouth when they're talking to me because it helps me to hear, especially when we're in crowds. So it tunes everything out. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see it. Yeah, you don't want to sit there. Um, like, you're thinking seriously. And, and that's a. Pro- I, I feel like that's a problem for me. I feel like that's a problem for me because there's no other job where I'd be like, yo, I don't want to see you do your job because then I can't treat you like a human anymore. I, I, you know what I mean? So that's, I think, I mean, I actually have friends that are porn stars. So it's, that, well, so I guess that's weird because I'm actually friends with these people. I guess they were porn stars before I knew them. Yeah, but I think it's, I think it's a similar thing with like- So I already sexualized them and yeah. now I don't. I think it's the same thing with comedy and shit in some ways where it's, there's some people I'm just like, yo, I do not want you to see me do this because right. like, and that's, that's where like, I think uh, I had to look into, but for me, my journey was like, I want to be able to be like, all right, if you're going to watch me do stand up, you gotta, you gotta understand, like, maybe you don't know me that well yet, but like, I'm going to be this person on stage. And there are things that like, I, like on stage and shit, I, I had a show for my parents, right? And I was, my mom was there, and I'm telling jokes and shit. And I told this whole joke about how I had chlamydia at one point. And I was like, damn, my mom was here for that shit. And then I kept it moving. And then after the show, my mom was, she texted me. She was like, hey, Swanda, I just want to say you were so funny. My friend thought you were so funny too. Oh, I just want to also remind you, you should definitely stay safe and be protected out here so you don't catch another STI. And I was like, god damn. No, no, no. The first, the, no, the, the funniest thing she had, the funniest thing that happened though was like I remember when when Corona started, the quarantine started. She was like, "Are you wearing your mask?" And of course, I'm wearing my mask. And mom was like, "I don't know. You've had chlamydia, so I don't know if you." I don't know. <laughs> I was like, you, you, ain't been, you ain't been wrapping up. You ain't been. I was like, God <laughs> damn. If we gonna be real, that's where the sense of humor comes from. That's the bar, right there. Like, oh man. You better, clearly, you don't protect your burning holes before you. you yeah, you're like, you're like, yeah, yeah, you that's a lot. Protect, you don't protect yourself. I was like, oh shit. But it was like, but when that happened, I was. Well, I'm not gonna flex. I think also, uh, uh, to, to, when after that happened, our relationship is better. Not that it was bad, but right. it's like it's freer. But I also think that with right. like people, sex workers, especially if they're like, hey. I want you to see my OnlyFans or whatever. I want you, want you to see this shit. They're sharing that with you because they want you to know them better. And maybe for you, you're right. like, all right, I don't want, but I don't want to see you in that sexual way. But maybe you'll watch it, and this is your friend. You're not gonna think sexual thoughts about your friend. You're gonna see them like, oh, look at them expressing themselves. This is super cool. Yeah. Like, I know a girl that got an OnlyFans, and then I was like, she was like, you should da da da. I was like, I don't know, it's weird. But then like, I watched one. And I was like, oh. This okay. After afterwards, afterwards, the way we talked to each other, it wasn't. It was intimate, not in a sexual way, but it was intimate. And I'm right. like, oh, now we're both being honest, and now I don't have to like. You don't There's have to the vulnerability. Hide. Yeah, it's vulnerability, that, and vulnerability is the is the beautiful thing. That's the that's the coolest that's the coolest uh, thing that I have Columbus in the last five years. Um, like, clearly, vulnerability has been around, but I didn't discover this shit. Uh, <laughs> like oh. like five four or five years ago, Bro. but it was it was realizing that things that made me afraid were the things that I had to do, and then that meant I had to start admitting the things that I was afraid of. Yep, and then shit became fun. Exactly, yo. That's what I'm talking about. Speaking, of, moving on from that, the next portion of the 
podcast. I got to ask you, what's going on in your life that you need a song for? Because I can give you a song. Ooh. Uh, just, just, just describe it. You can talk it out. Talk it out. I'm going to be on my stomach. I'm going to be so, in my title. Shout title. I'm going to scroll through and find you a song. Okay. Um, so I'm, fi- I'm probably having the most success that I've had in my entire career right now in this moment and it's difficult to enjoy it the way i thought i would be able to because the we're all on like temporary restriction but we don't know when we're getting off restriction mm. so it's like four life happened and i would love life to be out uh, eight, uh, oh yeah I, I just assume everyone <laughs> uh four life is a show on abc it's produced by um Sony Pictures, 50 Cent, Doug Robinson. It's a great show about the real-life story of Isaac Wright Jr., who was convicted of a kingpin charge in New York 30 Mm. years ago. Um, He became a paralegal while he was in prison, and eventually he got a bunch of other inmates out by finding uh, technicalities in their cases. Uh But he also eventually got himself out and became a lawyer in real life, and he uh, was sworn in in the same courtroom that he was convicted in. Um, and so, you know, we made some changes to it. Aaron Wallace is the lead instead of Isaac Wright. He's a lawyer in prison instead of out, you know, instead of a paralegal. Um, but I play Hassan Nawaz, the, um, Muslim inmate and drug counselor who's, uh, you know, in-house counselor who's was overcharged and, uh, Aaron Wallace tries to get me out. And so, you know, it was a show that started, I was supposed to be on one episode, ended up on seven. Mm. After we finished shooting, I was like, this is perfect. As a comedian, it's it's as it's as important for people to know who you are as it is for them to know that you're funny. If I can get you in the door, I'm funny for an hour. But I got to be able to get you in the door for you to know that I'm funny for an hour. So I was like seven episodes on a on a show, you know, and the ratings weren't great initially. But what we found out was the the plus thirty fives, meaning people who streamed it, Hulu it, whatever. We ended up doing um, over seven million per episode. So I'm like, if 7 million people saw me do something, if I come to your city and do a show and you see my face, you're like, I recognize that face from somewhere. Fuck it. Let's go spend the money. Instead, I'm at home uh, doing Zoom stand-up shows and forgetting my punchlines because I haven't done stand-up in so long. And I don't know how to do stand-up laying down in my bed and too fucking lazy to try and actually stand up doing stand-up on a fucking Zoom show because I'm not going to fucking kowtow to the man. This isn't real life, goddammit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. no, I'm but it's not. Right, so, so let's go. So, yeah, that, that's the thing that's really happening in my life is like this enjoying this place probably as financially secure as I've been um, since I started doing comedy. Um, you know, season two is already guaranteed. We've already gotten calls asking if we're, you know, if we're going to willing to come back, you know, through Corona. So I know that I'm involved in a second season. Everything in my life is probably as good as it could be. Mm -hmm. And I can't go outside and enjoy the fruits of the 10 years I put in trying to get to this point. So, um, yeah, what's your song for that shit? Oh, I got you, bro. I got you. Because I knew you. I knew you. Because before, as I, as I, as I make it, as I whittle it down, I do want to say this, like, I understand that completely because, it's hard, I think, to be happy when everyone else around you is stressed out. If you're one of the people that can be happy when the world is miserable, you're a bad person. But at the same, at the same time, right. as, hard, as hard as it is to do that, it is 
easy to be sad and everyone else is happy. So like yeah. it's hard. You, you feel like you're, you're, you feel like you're, you're by yourself, and um, you want to celebrate yourself, and it's so difficult to do that. But at the same time, while it's difficult, it's still necessary because the world doesn't need another sad person. You know what I mean? Like the world's sad enough. You like you radiate good energy. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's not gonna solve problems, but it's gonna radiate towards others and shit. And people can feel that. And when you generate that energy inside yourself you can like it allows other people to like you know free it frees it frees them to be happy too and you you deserve to be happy bro you work 10 years you're on a show you're on a show on abc on legit like everybody got abc bro. network 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 sure. tv you're supposed to be on one episode you fucked around and hit seven you're gonna be on the second season you are doing big things i think it's all that's all amazing and I think that, like, yeah, what I want you to do is to just like sit and re- resonate and all resonate, resonate in all your successes and the journey, the journey for your guy here, because it's it wasn't always easy. And while it's like it's not ideal what's happening, you're still doing great. So Nick, do me a favor. This is a good song for radiation, for positive radiation. Uh, play "Better" by Khalid. K H A L I D. That's a good call. Cause this song, I'm not gonna for a little bit of backstory for me. Uh, I started listening to this shit because around like you know April ish, I was you know I was stuck. I was in the crib and I was like, all right, so I got a whole routine for quarantine. You know, I got my unemployment shit. Uh, I had like I just built. I'm, I'm building a model. I'm playing video games every day. I'm living this life that I dreamed about having when I was like 10, 11. And I was still like sad. And I was like, how can I escape this? So I remember I walked outside, which I thought was a war zone. Cause I also was Twitter in the news. I sat on a bench in a park across the street from me. And I just played this album. And this song is basically about this song. It's, it's kind of romantic. It's about this. It's about, it's basically a dude trying to convince this girl that he's like friends with that they should be more than friends. Cause like, look, we have a good time. We have a good time together. We're having fun together. We clearly have a vibe. Let's just go with it. Let's just lose ourselves. Let's not let's not think about anything. And right now, it's like that relationship. I see that same relationship between you and your success. Like, bro, you're looking at it like, yo, this is this is mine. I should be happy. We should mm. like when no one else is when yeah when when nobody else is around. It's a really good call. With, when, when, when nobody else is around, I'm just stuck with my success. I'm in a good mood. So let's just let's yeah. stay with let's stick with that, bro. Breathe like live. Nothing feels better than this. Exactly, live in this. And the thing about it is because you know you won't get lost in the sauce because you've lived the you've lived the life, you've had experiences, and the fact that you can already you can feel for other people like this, you're not gonna stop feeling for other people. You're gonna continue to do that. You just so just embrace and enjoy what you got. And this song by Khalid off of his second album is fucking great. A lot of people feel like Khalid is just like you know like he's super poppy, super easy. It's basically just like, you know, it's everyone can enjoy it. But at the same time, it's one of those times we realize, like, yo, if it's popular, it's not because it's bad, it's just good. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good song. Also, um, I think it's the idea that all art has to be edgy takes away the definition of art. This is good art. This is a good song. The song about a guy trying to get out of the friend zone 
we all know that guy, you know, most, a lot of people have been in that situation. It's a relatable song, but it's a, it's a good song. He's got a good voice. Um, yeah. And I wish I had this song in March. I, I, had, we, I mean, I had a really weird March too, prior to like going into Corona, Barry's, um, the anniversary of Barry passing yeah. me. And then, um, and I don't know why it was weirder this year than it was last year, but it was it was a lot. This year just was a lot of energy. My episode aired right before, um, three days before the or um, after the anniversary of passing, mm-hmm. and I, I like I remember our last conversations and and like this is one of those things you talk about. Like we we've worked for all of the stuff that we're getting, and then for for somebody who was like this big unnecessary cheerleader for me. Like out of the blue, this guy just was like, "Hey man, I saw something that you did. I fucked with it. I reached out to somebody else to see if I could get in touch with you because I wanted you to know that I really liked the thing that you did." And then this guy is like the blueprint for decent humanity, right? This is a good guy. When good people yeah, good think good things about you, so you know, this year in February, whatever happened, I think maybe um, Helen's book was out too, and there's some pictures of me and him in the book, and that like really touched me because. You know, I got a picture with him. One of the last pictures he took with a human being is a picture with me and him at a at a show, just talking comedy. And it it just was a really tough February. I needed all of the positive music I could get going into March. Should have done TLR in February. Hey man, um, I don't know, but yo, but you know, but you know now, and I get and I get that shit. Also, she dropped the book, and th- you, there are pictures of you in there, nigga. I ain't got one fucking picture. I knew that nigga forever. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, Helen, you fucking whack. You piece of gun. No, I, I want to I curse. But like, no, we were we were cool. I introduced y'all. Yeah. I get no pictures. I get no black and white pictures. Are you, wait, you introduced to the Helen? No, I should know. I introduced you to Helen. Oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. that was absolutely. me, bro. That was me. I can't get absolutely. nothing. I can't get no kind of press. This is garbage. Nah, that's, 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 that's me. Absolutely. The, the, crazy, the crazy part to me was and you don't, you never know, right? Like, I know that yeah. he had conversations about you um, right before he passed. I know that because he had conversations about you with me right before he passed. And I don't yeah, think I talk. shared that with you at the time because I didn't want him to go. So I, I think I felt like if I didn't talk to people about him, his, his diagnosis, I wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. Bro, I'll tell so, you this. I'll tell you. It was just, yeah, I wasn't ready. I don't worry. I'll tell you this. The last time I talked to him, I remember he called me. I was like, I was at work. Like, can you talk? I was like, I could talk. And I was at work. I like, and it was a startup job because I didn't, I didn't give a shit about that shit. Like, I'm saying, like, it's funny because, like, <laughs> at my job, at, at work, I'm the type of nigga that work that'd be like, yo, I took a phone call. I'll, I'll walk to a room for like an hour and just take a phone call. Yo, I was busy. But anyway, so he calls me. And we're just rapping, you know, chatting, rapping and shit like that. And I think at that time, it didn't fully hit me of what was happening. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, I'm just calling because, you know, this might be the last time. I was like, and I was like, all right, that's not, that's whatever, bro. Right. That's, that's, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's not, because it was so quick. And then we had a whole conversation. He was like, I just want you to know I love you, bro. I was like, I love you too, man. And then yeah. and a, m- a month later, I remember you texted me and you were like, did you hear? And he passed. And the crazy part about that shit was like, you told me that I was still with my ex-girlfriend. All right. And I got that, I got that news. And then flash forward to wait. Now. I was the one who told you. Yeah, you told you the one who told me. I was like, damn. But 
You didn't Ooh. know? I, didn't I was know. the first. Oh shit! I feel awful but, now. No, 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 don't feel awful. Because I felt just, awful when I no, found no. out, and I, I didn't. Uh. Don't feel, don't feel, don't feel, no, don't feel, don't feel bad. Because at the end of the day, you're not the one who killed the nigga, unless you are. But you, you probably aren't, unless you <laughs> did not. White blood cells, we're, dude. We're, We've the already white, yeah, the white, the white, but the white, the white <laughs> blood cells killed the white man. That's great. They, don't, they have no loyalty to nobody. Listen, oh my God. we learned, we've learned in Portland that anything that tries to protect black people, the white blood cells will attack. So oh my God, that my, makes perfect sense. If my white blood cells are listening to this podcast, just know that I do love you. And after this, I'll eat. <laughs> I'll eat, I'll eat an orange and like some liver and then some, take some vitamin D. I don't know what helps you guys. Maybe like ginseng. Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I suppose I, I love you. You hold me down, bro. Come on, guys. You got, you got me. I got you. Got me. We good. Yeah. Is the, it, yo, there's a we in white. Maybe there's an I in white. Come on now. No, don't, 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 the W and the E in white. Yeah, there's W and an E, and it is an I. So it's, it's without I, there's, there's no us, baby. Come on, baby. It's also anyway. a hit. It's hit and white. Yeah, it's a hit. Yeah, but okay. like, I don't want to get. I don't need to chill. But um, <laughs> what I was gonna say though, <laughs> it's like you can't. And when shit like that happens, bro, it's one of those things where like, this they can't. The messenger is just the messenger. It happens. That shit happens all the time. Like I was gonna say, flash forwards now, which is, this isn't. This isn't that. It's not funny, but it's just like. My ex passed in April. She had cancer. She passed in the shit. We had me and her had a long conversation beforehand. We had a long conversation, and um, the week before actually, and it was a fuck. It was a it was a strange it was a strange thing to happen. It was a very wild thing. It was like those those last conversations be good. I'm not gonna lie. If you allow yourself to, if you allow yourself to be a part of that and let yourself just be open and honest about what's happening, those conversations be good as shit. So. Yeah, yeah. We yeah talked that, about my that was we've had. He and I've had probably. I mean, the number of times where I've forgotten how long we were on the phone until my phone was gonna die, or whatever. But that last call was. It wasn't as long, but it was more direct. Yep. Like he was. He was saying what he needed to say, and and you know Barry will talk about five different things, in rapid succession. Like we're talking about this, and he makes the right turn because it connects. And he might start talking to you about the Sandinistas and about AOL and then, you know, comedy and then go back to the dingo and then Boston to New York. And because it's brain is, but this wasn't that kind of conversation it was very direct. It was, Hey, this is what's happening. Remember I told you this was happening to Helen. Well, now this is happening to me and I don't have this. So this is where we're going. Probably got about 15 minutes left. So I love you. Um, I feel good about comedy because you and Tawana and some people like you exist. And that was, right. that was something that, that, that felt good and hurt me at the same time because I rethought every joke I've ever said when he said that. It was like, is this joke good enough for, yeah. for Barry? Is this a joke that, that I would be ashamed to tell in front of Barry? And that's kind of how comedy worked for me for a while after that. Barry's so I need it better than goddamn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, I feel you. And it better was definitely out. And also, the thing I will say about Barry, his legacy is he was he's the one older white comic from Boston who wasn't racist at all. 
No, seriously. Oh, like, no, shot, like, well, him, like, and then Tony, Tony, <laughs> B, Tony, B. Shot, 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 Tony, B's real, Tony, B's real, real nigga. Shot Tony, B. But everyone else, like, they're like, they're nice people. I know. It's like, you guys have said some shit about me or some shit about my people, my kind, my ilk. You haven't had, my you haven't But anyway, um, definitely listen to better. It's a good song. It's off the album Free Spirit, which is great. It was Khalid's first album. Like, it was the second album. Second, the first album, American Teen, whatever, it was cool. But then he got chubby, and I don't know why. But, like, to bring back Donnie Hathaway, that's another reason I chose it, because Donnie Hathaway was a chubby nigga. And chubby singing niggas need to make a comeback, bro. We need more I, of them. I think, I think, I think that uh, the, the – uh, I think we suffer from the same – we can only get one black – Dude, in every genre, we got Anthony Anderson. He keep trying to lose weight, but he's the black chubby nigga. Yeah, All other black chubby, chubby niggas, chubby singing niggas, chubby because we because we, we had we had Barry White. We That's had, right. We haven't had a good chubby singing nigga in a minute. Luther Vandross for a while. We had yeah. uh, was Ger- was Gerald Levert oh, back? I, I was assuming Gerald was a big. Yeah, he Gerald was, was a, big. He was a, Freddie, he was a chubby. Freddie Jackson. Freddie Jackson was fat. Then we had Freddie the Jackson nigga. was. The fat nigga from Drew Hill. We had mad fat nigga. Yeah, <laughs> what's his name? Nokio, Nokio, Nikio, no, Nik- whatever it is. Echo. I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, we had fat. We had fat niggas, bro. We need to have fat singing niggas back. Bring back fat singing niggas. That's what I want. Bring back. Yeah, we, we we ran out of fat singing niggas. That's a good point. We, you know, we still got some. We got Khalid. Khalid's doing his thing. This nickname Pink. This dude named Pink Sweats. Who's fucking great? That's a, that he's a, he's a good he's a good fast singer, nigga. So um, yeah, I just I'm I, I just believe in the fat singing nigga. We just need fat singing niggas, bro. Um, all right, here's the next segment and the final one, the one that's important to me is where we take all the shit we just talked about and we flip it over back to me. That I need help with my problems. I need a song for my issues. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. I'm, I got my I got my I got my Google's fired up. Let's go. Okay. So um what's going on in my life? Oh, I'll tell you this 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 is easy. This one this is this is a fun one. Usually I say some sad shit like, oh you know, like my ex died. That's not that's that's too much pressure. So we're gonna do this instead. That's a lot of pressure. I, it's a lot of pressure. You can't give me a song. How do you deal with grief? It's like but it's like all right, so here's what's going on. Amazing grace, nigga. I don't know. I'm out. I'm not saying no. First of all, you don't you don't play you don't play. All right. Uh, this this is no no. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I feel like Nick was Nick was gonna say. I can't say. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. But I know I know that Nick laughed very hard. And now when you cut the recording, I need to know what you were gonna say. Oh, after after recording. After you cut the recording, I don't want. I'm not. I'm not here to ruin careers. I don't want no oh. problems. After the, after recording, I'll tell you. But um, yeah. basically, so on Tuesday, this no, uh, this next this next week, I am getting a tattoo. All right, another one. I think it's about to almost finish. It's about, I think it's like at that point, my my right arm tattoo sleeve is done. This tattoo is Medusa's head. Okay, I'm getting Medusa's head. I'm getting a black Medusa head because I feel like I'm not gonna get a statue. I'm not gonna get. I'm not getting a white woman tattooed on me. Period. That's never. That's never happened. I might marry one at some point because my life might turn out miserable. But I'm not gonna get a white woman tattooed on me. That's not. That's not happening. That's not happening. So. All right. 
I'm getting it's gonna be black. It's gonna the snakes are gonna be dreads, kind of. Also, I think that I could I can't imagine one white woman named Medusa. There's no white lady named Medusa. I could see a black woman named Medusa. That's a fair point. Greek yeah. names kind of really work with uh, black people they're the, they're, better they're, than yeah. even Italian names. Exactly, and then Medusa. also. And you know, yeah. Shorty, Medusa, from, from over uh, 112. Yeah, Medusa's family. Medusa. Medusa's family. Zeus, brother, Zeus sister, nigga. You know Medusa. Zeus sister. Yeah, Medusa. Got the Achilles. No, nah, Medusa's on, family. Man. We got Medusa's family reunion, bro. I'm watching that. Are you kidding me? I'm watching, me? watching, I'm watching that, that right that now. Absolutely watching it. At that point, um, aren't y'all just watching sculptures? Like, is it? Yeah, oh, damn. Wow. That's, an art ex- that's an art exhibit at that point. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all it is. It's just a sculpture of a chick throwing grits, like mid just frozen throwing grits. Someone at the what? grill, just frozen in time. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I think I got. I think I got. Right. Uh, so yeah, I need a song to get ready to hype myself up because it's also gonna be in a very painful spot. I'm also kind of scared because it's just like it's quarantine shit, baby. And like basically, this is. I need a song that get me through this tattoo, and also get me to this place where we can't, you know, I don't want to call it a new normal, but the reality of my situation is that I have to, we have to keep living our lives safely. But we still have to we keep do our lives. We do. Um, and I think, so one, one thing I enjoyed about talking to you is you have this very unique experience. I, like one of my best friends is a, um, a Nigerian who was born in the United States but went back to Nigeria for high school. Oh, uh, he also, yeah, yeah, yeah. He for, for all four years of high school. So imagine showing up in Igbo land at fourteen, not being fluent in language, and they teach in Igbo in your in the schools in the village that he's in. So, um, it's just it's these very unique situations, right? Like my immigration experience was completely different. My mom was like very. Let's assimilate. Let's get the fuck out of the way. We don't want anybody yep. to know anything about us. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they have all of these other experiences, especially if you come from a place where there weren't a lot of people in your neighborhood. Like Nigerians, it's a bunch of them everywhere. So when they move somewhere, they're like, all right, keep my name. You know what I mean? But Ethiopians in the 70s, it was like nine of us in the whole country. Nobody knew who the fuck we were. And the only thing nope. they knew about Ethiopians was y'all were skinny and starving. So there's people who know me for, you know, 47 years and I've always known. And then there are people who have known me for 20 years. And the first time they heard about it, maybe it was two years ago. And they're like, what? No, he's not. And then they look again, they go, eh, oh, okay, it maybe. It so what I said that to say, is very spiritual way that we look at doing anything. Even a tattoo, which for some people is just, I'm going to go get a tattoo. Or I want this color. Or, I want a sleeve. You know, even people like this has a meaning to me. This is my sister and the, the day she had a car accident, you know, the baby, so whatever. But this, more, this feels more like an acknowledgement that the world is shitty and maybe doing whatever it wants to do. But in that, you want to do this thing that you've been doing. You want to finish something, right? Like, it's like, I have to complete this thing. I want to complete my sleep. Yes, the world is fucked up. Yes, we're in a pandemic. Yes, you know, I can't control anything. What I can't control is this tattoo mm-hmm. of Black yes. Medusa. Black Medusa. Uh, which, or just Medusa, period. Which makes me think about D'Angelo's Black Messiah album. Oh. And there's a, a song called Till It's Done. Till Let's It's do Done. It. 
Let's do this shit. Uh, Let's do this shit. You can play Till It's Done by uh, D'Angelo and the Vanguard. And what, what I really like about it is it's really like this dark song about tragedy and pollution and all. But it says we keep fighting. We're called to continue reflecting until it's done. We don't stop living just because it looks like it ain't. we ain't going to make it. So that's your song. It's your tattoo song. It might not get you hype, but it'll get you in the right mind frame. Oh, yeah. You don't get hype the gravity. Yeah, you're, yeah, come on. Oh, now your blood's flowing. Now you're bleeding. Yeah, exactly. Now you get, you're, you're getting stabbed. You're getting stabbed <laughs> like 10,000 times. It's not. It's, it's, that's time for reflection. And all, all in my head, I'm just thinking, I, in my head when I get tattoos, I think about what inspired it. If, I, if, it, if it's based on a movie, I might watch the movie. If it's based on a family member, I might, I might think about the family member or whatever. And then like I just think about that. And I think about how how cool I'll look when it's done. It's like it's gonna be dope. It's all emotional thing. And it's also like you know I have like I have a good black tattoo artist. His name is on Instagram is Made Rich. Shouts Made Rich. He's great. It's basically like a long barbershop session to be honest. Like I could also think about mm. anything. And you can get give me your perspective. It's like you know a dude that's slightly older than me. And it's like tattoo artists. I always see it as like. It's not necessarily in the same vein as stand up or in the same vein. Even as we, even when we talk about like we talked about sex work and shit like that earlier, I noticed that like mm-hmm. with with all these with with them, with sex workers, tattoo artists, uh, even like anybody in entertainment, people have a sense of like, oh, I know you better than I actually do. Like people feel like right. oh, your people like oh, they think that you're friends. In reality, there's a there's a business being there's a business taking place. However, they right. find a good way to balance. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna out here just like shit. But at the same time, it's like I gotta get paid, bro. Like our our relationship right. is based in money. It's transactional. It's and, transactional, and exactly. The, the the tough part for me, and I've learned, I'm learning this now. I don't like doing business with people I was friends with before I started doing business. No, with. you don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that shit. Don't do that. I shit. can actually become friends with you after we do business. Right, like our business relationship can grow into a friendship, at which point our business relationship has to fundamentally shift. Right, and it's it's just because if you do fucked up business with me, you ruin our friendship. Yeah, you can't you cannot come back from that. You cannot come back. You can't come back from that. Yo, I know there, there are people I know. There's there, there have been situations as well where it's just like I know somebody in a, in a situation where it's just like damn, either they could help me out dramatically or I could help them out dramatically, but. And going a bit, but the idea of bringing money to the table will will destroy the more valuable friendship. Money is, uh, you know, not the we don't we don't have to go full socialist or anything here, but money is less the root of all evil as it is the source of all of our problems. That's like the like we're all super competitive, and we're talking about that one black guy thing and. One person in each genre can get on. It's all about competitiveness. We do all of the comparisons, like verses. Oh, what makes music fun? It's fucking music. We love all of this music, but we tuned in to the tune of 100, 200, and 700,000 people because we want to see people battle. We want to see yes. who wins. And uh, yeah, that that's what business feels like. It's always like I, somebody has to win. And if your friend is winning and you're doing business with them, psychologically there's a piece of you that goes wait am i losing so you know it's 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 that part you know a tattoo is different you're getting what you want he's getting what he wants it's transactional sex work is different you're getting yeah. what you want 
the, the work and getting what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's outside of that. I think those are fundamentally the only business relationships that work. Like I'm yeah. getting what I want. You can't overcharge me. I, I literally am setting the price. I'm okay with not even having this thing. Exactly. So anyway, I'm yeah. going by, uh, I'm going to get a Richard Parker tattoo because of you. So let them do that shit. You, do you that bought shit. one customer. I, I don't have any tattoos. I've been practically and getting my first tattoo. Made rich. Oh, the nigga made rich out of five years. Made rich. Oh, yeah. the nigga made rich. Made rich in made Brooklyn. Rich. He was he was in he was in Jamaica Queens, but now he's in Brooklyn somewhere. And his Instagram is at made rich, like made M A D E rich R I C H. Yep. Follow the nigga. Also does really great. good art. He draws really well too. I'm yeah, he's, 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 he's amazing. He's amazing. The dudes dudes all around like great, like. Yeah, shout like shout out to shout out to tattoo artist, but uh, thank you, man, for that D'Angelo song. Remind us the title of that one more time, please. Till it's done. Till it's done. Uh, till it's shit. done. Was yeah. this like was parenthetical two two? All right, was was this back when uh, D'Angelo still had like that amazing body, or is it like fat D'Angelo? No, this is this is uh, this is this five is seven. 200 pound D'Angelo. This is yes. Show me the fat niggas singing. <laughs> fat, fat niggas fat singing. Yeah. Fat niggas singing. Yeah. That's what I'm about. This is, this is yes. I don't understand any of the words you're saying, D'Angelo. This is yes. this. <laughs> listen, I listened to that Black Vanguard album. I, re, I remember being excited for it to come out because he didn't do anything from Voodoo until Black Vanguard with over a decade of no music from D'Angelo, right? And then the night that it happened, this is before my wife and I were married. Yeah. No babies there, so we could stay up late. It was that type of deal, right? I remember going to get some brown liquor at 11.45 so that I could get back to the house in time to listen to it live because I felt like D'Angelo was a brown liquor nigga, right? Like, you, yeah, that, you, listen, that, you drink that's brown a, liquor while you listen. That's a crown. That's a you know, crown. Fucking, that's a crown royal that's nigga. A crown. That's a we crown. That's a crown. And, that's a crown and crayon nigga right there. Bro. A crown and crayon nigga right crown there. Crown and crayon nigga right there, uh, bro. Oh, my God. I get back and I make that my drones in the per- yeah. Go on. Nigga. He, and wants to get paid in cash. Seriously, $160,000. I would like that in cash in a duffel bag. You knew I was coming. Stop playing with my fucking money. Uh... But yeah, we I remember listening to that album and I couldn't tell if we just got drunk really quick or this nigga was mumbling because I couldn't understand anything that he was saying, but it sounded beautiful. It was literally like listening to an album in a foreign language. Like if you if you come from a country, like how many languages are are common in your in your where you're from? In Zimbabwe, uh there are three. There is uh Shona, three English, major languages and then Debele. And the two Shona and Debele are like that's, those are two ma- the two major tribes, and in English is okay. Just, you know, so if you spoke Zona, how close to that Shona? is Debele? Shona, uh-huh. oh, no, Shona and Debele are different because uh, completely different, right? They're completely different because yeah, because like Debele has like what's that like onomatopoeia or whatever? Not like it's not like people say clicks and shit. It's not mm-hmm. like right. none of that shit, but it's just like right. The sound. It it's is the sound. Sounds, it's the sound. Yeah. The sound is there. So, so imagine someone who imagine someone who spoke the belly, listened to a song in Shona, and they don't know they don't speak Shona. Yeah. But they're hearing the song and they know this is beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. Ethiopia is Amharic Tigray, uh, the, the, uh, Amharic Tigrinya, uh, Ormo, all these languages. 
and they don't share a lot of words at all. Like, you think, oh, they all sound the same. No, 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 they don't share yeah. a lot of words. So a lot of times I'm listening to a song in Tigrinya, no clue what's happening. Beautiful song. No clue what he said. That's how listening to Vanguard was. It was like, this is beautiful. What do you say? No clue. He's <laughs> That's what I That's, heard. But the yes. shit sounded good. And then, you know, the lyrics came out. And I was like, all right. I mean, it was better now that I know the lyrics, but it was really good without. That song is one of those songs that just sounds fucking fantastic. The arrangement is good. But also, when you read the lyrics, you're like, oh, fuck. That's a really good song. All right. Now. All right. So, shout out. So, it's, it's safe to say that. D'Angelo is one of your favorite uh, mumble mouth singers. Yes. <laughs> yep. Nick, Absolutely. Do have, Nick, do you have a favorite mumble mouth? Do you have a favorite mumble mouth singer? Oof. Um. Nah, I, D'Angelo is is right up in that category. I can't I can't think of anybody else that's as mumbly as him. I would say like. No, wait, wait, hold up. Was he mumbly? I mean, James Brown was kind of mumbly. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, he was definitely mumbly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, w- I would say that's more yelling than, than mumbling. You can mumble yell. Like, like, it's, 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 okay, not mumbly. No, not mumbly. Mush, not, mush mouthy. Mush, mush mouth. mouth. Okay. Uh, listen, yeah, I'll yeah, give yeah, you say, I know uh, Thug, Young Thug is yells, yells, mumbles all the time. Young Thug that's is also. Thing. Young Thug is a. He's, and he's fantastic. He's got young in Thug a song a called Pikachu. I did, all I knew was Pikachu. Pikachu. That's all yeah. I knew. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Young Thug is one of the greatest artists of uh, yeah. our generation. I think that he is. I think yeah. what he does with music is amazing. I think that like, lyric, like he's 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 gone beyond lyrics. Like he's he flows and he, the way he flows is amazing. His, his use of, his use of sound and all that shit is fantastic. I think he's so so dope. Trying to think of another mushmouth singer. Who's another mushmouth singer? You know who who quietly is a mushmouth singer, but we understand we've learned to uh translate it? Oh. Anita Baker. I was gonna say the same shit. I was gonna say the same shit. Anita Baker might <laughs> Anita make a Anita Baker might say five words in one little clip, <laughs> but they just go together in like this. I love you, baby. Like, what? I know you said with all my heart, I love you, baby, but now that I'm listening to it, that's not what you said. You just said, All vowels. All vowels. All vowels. There's no consonants. But she's got got one of the the legendary, you know, R&B voices. Her music is, is unbelievable. She took off. 30 years and didn't do anything and we still are like, yo, Anita Baker, I fucks with it. You yeah. Sade. Sade ain't gotta drop another album. Sade is she cemented her legacy. Sade does tattoos now. <laughs> I fuck with it. I believe that. Yes, yeah, she, she's I, a that tattoo makes artist now. Perfect sense. That makes so much sense. That she she just feels like one of those people who music wasn't doing it for me right now. I'm gonna just draw some shit. I'm gonna get high and draw some shit. And someone's like, yo, you should put that on me permanently. Put that on me permanently. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you draw yourself yeah. and just put it on me? That's like, I would, 
I would love to see you drawn on me. That sounds very different than the way I meant it at first. Now, yeah, <laughs> I could go, I could go on and on because I'm not gonna I want you on me permanently. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I was gonna take it, I was gonna take it to a very strange place, but I don't know. I, <laughs> I feel like going. maybe I'm, I maybe yeah. I'm backed up before we got there. Nah, that's good because it's like I think that uh, we've said enough. I believe that. Yeah, enough, 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 enough has happened. Enough has happened because there's no. I, I want you don't want to get evil, bro. We said a lot of positive things. It's gonna devolve. It's gonna devolve. Yeah, it going there. Oregon, I just want to say shout out to Made Rich. He's great. Shout out to yeah. sex workers. Keep doing what you're doing. All that shit is fucking fantastic. Yeah. And if you like sex work, nigga, just embrace it. You don't, have to, you don't have to be super loud about this shit, but nigga, go, go see the, go see a chick. If you have a friend that has an OnlyFans account. Send her some money. Don't send her a lot. Send her a little bit. She's putting her pussy out. She's putting her pussy out there. Send her a thousand dollars. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah but still, it. bro. Because they don't get residuals. I don't think they get residuals if you watch, look at it again. Like if you watch, yeah, the video you don't get residuals. You watch yeah, you don't, they don't get that shit. So come on now, bro. She's putting things in places. You yeah. can give her some money. Say some controversial. You ready for some controversy? What? What controversial? All right. Stay off of Pornhub and X videos. Go to OnlyFans. That's the only way to make sure that the artists get paid. Yes. I said it. Yes. Because fucking Pornhub, X videos is like Spotify and Apple Music, nigga. They're getting paid like a third of a third of a cent. Where, where like OnlyFans is like title, baby. Come to come rock with the real niggas, bro. Come to title. You'll, come, come to, to title. You'll you get paid. Niggas. Also be. But Stay independent. Independent. Also be wary because. Uh, this ha- this hacks man is coming out to OnlyFans very soon, and also it is yeah. it's scary. It's, also, this is the the real PSA about OnlyFans and shit. For anybody who uses that shit, you have to be very fucking wary of and of these some of these accounts because some people that some of these chicks be like, "Hey yo, uh, I turned eighteen like two weeks ago. Here's my OnlyFans, so you gotta watch out for that shit. That's gonna be that's a whole thing that can happen." No, so, I need to see great coochie head. Yes, I need to see stress marks. I want to see stretch marks, great coochie hairs. I need to I need to see that little red in your eye where the melanin has started to leak in because you've lived <laughs> enough that it's like, all right, I don't want to be in your skin anymore. I want to be I want to see that. I need you to have Michael Jordan eyes. Yes. Um or it is not gonna work. It's not gonna work out between us. I need to hear I need to hear I need to hear that like I need to hear like, if you're playing music, if you're playing music or if you're on, if you're playing music in the background, I need to hear an ad. I need to hear an ad for like <laughs> for fucking for for vitamins in the background, like because you don't you don't pay you don't pay I mean, the premium Spotify, but you get ads for like vitamins and shit. I need yeah. to know. Yeah, I need to see that. I need to. See I need to hear your knee pop when you pull your knee back to do some. <laughs> yes, I need, I need to hear. That's I what I want. That. that I want. That. I, need I will pay. I need to see. I'll pay for the monthly. I need to see that your shoes have Doctor Scholl's uh, insoles. In. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know that you wear kidney heels because they make your leg, they don't hurt your legs as much. That's what I need. Exactly. It's not a style choice. It is a comfort thing for you. I need to know. I don't know where to swear. I don't know why I did that. That's on me. That's real. That's real. I need to know that you, I need to know that you are mature. I need to see that you have a copy. I also need to know you woke. I need to see that you have a copy of Bell Hooks somewhere in your room. All right. I need to see that. I need to see. Um, I need to see what you get. Show me what you read. Show me what you read. Definitely. Yeah. Talk about. I got, you got to be careful now because you, you, everybody, you find out everybody is like 
everybody has a blind spot. I think, I think with, with everybody's trying to be too perfectly woke. And I, I don't think that's realistic. That said, um, you have to be very careful who you're championing before you find out what they think. Cause the, you know, you find out the next day that they're a fucking hardcore bigot. And you're like, Oh, I didn't know that Harry Potter's writer was a piece of shit to trans people. Now I'm fucked up. I, I had the, yeah. the tattoo. Now JK Rowling is out here just being a jerk off. I didn't, self-effacing self-effacing understand that understand that you while you are not perfect you are consistently trying to be the best person you can and while you have blinds well you have while you have blind spots you're doing what you can to work to to work to remove to remove or lessen those blind spots also most importantly i need to know as a person not just the only things and shit i need to know that if you're in a position where you don't know anything you don't know enough you can direct people to people who know more than you. That's what I need for my OnlyFans that's, girls. That's, that's yeah, absolutely I that. what I need. If you do, if you, while you got that anal plug in, all right, Yo, before you pull that anal plug out, the last what's thing. your position? No, it's la- okay. This is this, 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 this the last thing I'll say about OnlyFans. It's la- this, yeah, we'll close on We'll close on this. <laughs> before you, before I hear that, I need to know. Yes, With that's why you got to follow you got to follow this chick named Lexual, L E X U A L underscore, all right? Cuz she does OnlyFans shit. Same time, she does YouTube story, she does historian shit on YouTube. She'll break down whole okay. thing. She broke she, she had a video where she broke down why celebrity fandom has gotten to a crazy place. Like there's stands and shit now because she's found a correlation between stands and the drop in modern religion. Mm. Yeah. That's the shit. And also, she was stuffing her butt. So you got to follow. <laughs> support her. I feel like, I feel like that's, the, that's the kind of combination that, that proves God is real. You yes. know what I mean? That's what proves she's God's good. love she's for great. us. She's good. She's good. If you're going to talk to me about the correlation between stands and idolatry and the drop and structured religion in this country yes. while pulling out one of those Mantle bees that sound like you starting up a baby car, like the that's, yeah, she does. Listen, it. That's she's a talent. She's, she's lit. She's smart. She's smart. Yeah. So yeah. With that said, uh, thank you thank guys you. for listening. Yo, Florence, where can people find you online? Eric's in general. Uh, at uh, at felonious monk. F e l o n i o u s underscore m u n k. That's pretty much everywhere. If you look for that on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that's that's there. Um, you can find me on season one of For Life. Yeah, uh, it's on Hulu and the ABC app. If you have it, I think it's coming to Netflix very soon. Also, oh. season two should be out uh, turn of the year, the beginning of the year. Uh, and I don't know how many episodes I'll be in. I'm sure that I'll make at least an appearance. Uh, and then you can see me hanging out in Harlem, hopefully, because as soon as this COVID shit is over, I'm coming home, baby. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting. Uh, take care of yourselves. Um, support sex work and pay for porn. All right, that's it. Bye. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.